Hello there, I'm Glenn Dawson. And this is Linda Dawson. Glenn, this week's Preparing Our Hearts for Worship podcast is recounting how the uplifting hymn, He Keeps Me Singing, got its beginning. We will look at the history, Arthur's writing of the hymn, the music, and stories behind this hymn. And the first stanza goes like this. There's within my heart a melody. Jesus whispers sweet and low. Fear not, I am with thee, peace be still, in all of life's ebbs and flow. Stanza two is, All my life was wrecked by sin and strife. Discord filled my heart with pain. Jesus swept across the broken strings, stirred the slumbering chords again. Stanza three continues with these words, Feasting on the riches of his grace, resting neath his sheltering wing, always looking on his smiling face. That is why I shout and sing. Stanza four is though sometimes he leads through waters deep, trials fall across the way. Though sometimes the path seems rough and steep, see his footprints all the way. And the last stanza goes, Soon he's coming back to welcome me. Far beyond the starry skies, I shall wing my flights to worlds unknown. I shall reign with him on high. The refrain says, Jesus, 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 sweetest name I know, fills my every longing, keeps me singing as I go. He wrote five verses to explain what motivated his heart to sing, including two that suggest an emotional turmoil was at hand? Or was there another less pressing circumstances that moved Luther Bridges to say he keeps me singing in the first decade of the 20th century? What makes a 25-year-old Southern ministry compose words that say God is whispering in our inner being? Though he was pretty young, Bridger's verses indicated that he was somewhat he or someone he knew was experiencing some wide swing in life from highs to lows. Yet he knew what his emotional center was and the destination. Luther fell in love with a beautiful Kentucky girl. After a romantic courtship, the two were married. Bridgers was a pastor and even served briefly on the foreign mission field after graduating from Asbury College in Kentucky. But wherever the Lord led him since the age of 17, he had been a zealous preacher of the gospel, calling others to put their faith in Christ. As the years flowed by, God gave the happy couple three little boys, and the Bridgers prayed that they would grow up to honor and serve the Lord. The song exhorts us to sing with joy, even during midnight experiences of our lives, and explains why we can do so. Now the song tells us that in life's ebb and flow, Jesus can give us peace. There's within my heart a melody. Jesus whispers sweet and low, Fear not, I am with thee, peace be still, in all life's ebbs and flow. The means by which Jesus whispers to us today is his written word as spoken in John fourteen twenty six, One of the things that Jesus promised his disciples was to give them peace. 
told in John 14:27. This peace is available in all of life's ebbs and flows, referring to our tribulation, says Romans 5, 1-5. Next it tells us that Jesus saves us from sin and strife. All my life was wrecked by sin and strife. Discord filled my heart with pain. Jesus swept across the broken strings, stirred the slumbering cords again. At one time or another, all of our lives were wrecked by sin and strife, referring to Romans 3.23. But Jesus, by his blood shed on the cross, makes it possible for us to pass from death unto life. John 5.24 As a result, the slumbering cords can be stirred to praise God as it says in Hebrews 13:15, The song continues to tell us that Jesus provides us with a fellowship in which we can shout and sing, feasting on the riches in his grace, resting neath his sheltered wing, always looking at his smiling face. That is why I shout and sing. The fellowship is pictured as resting beneath his sheltering wing as it says in Matthew 23.3, even though we cannot literally look on his smiling face, we can see him as revealed in the scripture found in Hebrews 2.9. As a result of fellowship, we can sing to the Lord, as in Ephesians 5.18 and 19. As we continue, we find that Jesus left us an example in our trials. Though sometimes he leads through waters deep, trials fall across the way. Though sometimes the path seems rough and steep, see his footprints all the way. In this life, trials will often fall across our way. James says in chapter 1, 2 through 3, The path is sometimes rough and steep because of such troubles. Job 14, 1. But in his own immense suffering, Jesus provides an example of how to deal with our trials, as shown in 1 Peter 2, 20-24. It's wonderful to know that Jesus is coming back to take us home with him on high. Soon he's coming back to welcome me far beyond the starry skies. I can wing my flight to worlds unknown. I shall reign with him on high. In Matthew 24, 36, we can see that we really do not know exactly when Jesus will come back, soon or not. However, we do know he's coming back to take his people to be with him forever. Like it says in 1 Thessalonians 4, 14, 17. For some reason, all the books change, reign with him to live with him, but the Bible teaches we shall reign with him forever and ever, as in Revelations 22, 1 through 5. In conclusion, the chorus points out that all these wonderful blessings are possible because of Jesus. Jesus, 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 sweetest name I know, fills my every longing, keeps me singing as I go. When I remember what Jesus has done for me, offers me peace, saves me from sin, gives me his divine fellowship, leads me his example, and promises me eternal life with him, then even when things are rough, I will find that he keeps me singing. The text was written and the tune composed by Luther Bridgers, who was born in uh, Margaretsville, North Carolina, 
on February 14, 1884, to James Bridgers, a minister, and to a mother, Georgiana Cook. Luther's father conducted revival meetings until his death, often with his son assisting him, from 1904 to 1913. He began to preach at the age of 17. While Luther was at Asbury College in Wilmore, Kentucky, he met his wife, Sarah Jane, known as Sally. She lived from 1885 to 1910, and they had three sons. His first congregation was in Perry, Florida, in 1908 to 1909. But eventually, he gave up local work in favor of itinerant evangelism throughout the southeastern United States. For over 12 years, he served as a Methodist minister in Georgia and was widely known for his evangelistic zeal. Now, a little bit of history regarding the song. In March of 1910, Bridgers took his wife and children to stay with her parents near Harrisburg, Kentucky, while he went to preach a series of revival in Louisville. There, two wonderful weeks of ministry resulted. The last service closed with great joy, and he was excited to be called to the telephone. He couldn't wait to tell his wife about all the blessings, but it wasn't her voice on that long-distance line. He listened in shattered silence to the news that the residents of J.T. Veach, located three miles from town on the Louisville Pike, was destroyed by fire shortly after midnight, and his daughter, Mrs. Luther Bridgers, and three small children, Hughes, age five, Veach, age three years, and an infant, were burned to death. The Reverend Luther Bridgers, husband and father of the victims, was in Middlesboro when the disaster occurred. He said it seemed to him like the devil was laughing at him and saying, God doesn't love you. Are you going to worship a God like that? But Pastor Bridgers dropped to his knees by the telephone and prayed. Lord, I have preached the gospel to other people and told them it would comfort them in every hour of sorrow. Grant that this same gospel may comfort me. And the Lord answered his prayer. It is said with tears in his eyes, he expressed his faith in the Lord by pinning the words of this hymn. The Lord kept him singing even in the midst of unspeakable sorrow. This account, however, was disputed by some who say that the song was written before the incident. They say that the incident took place in 1911 after the hymn had already been published. The hymn was published in 1910. Section 21 of the songbook called Revival No. 6, edited by Charles Tillman. The Breckenridge News reported that the tragic fire about a year later, March 29, 1911, my guess is that the song may have been used by memorial service as a testimony to Luther Bridges' faith and that someone assumed it had been written for that occasion. In 1914, Bridgers married Miss Eileen Winburn of Gainesville, Georgia, a music teacher at Shorter College in Rome, Georgia, with whom he had another son, Luther B. Bridges, Jr., Also that year, he became general evangelist for the Methodist Episcopal Church South. Robert H. Coleman purchased this hymn from Bridgers in 1917 
and include it in his widely used Popular Hymns, published in 1918, except for a brief period following World War I when he did mission work in Belgium, Czechoslovakia, and Russia. Bridges was engaged in evangelistic work for 18 years. In 1921, Asbury College awarded him an honorary doctorate of divinity for his greatly successful evangelistic work. After 1932, he served as a minister in Atlanta, Georgia, and Moorhead, North Carolina, for 13 years. Following his retirement in 1944, he lived in his wife's hometown of Gainesville, Georgia, until his death in Atlanta, Georgia, on May 27, 1948. It's a wonderful thing to know we'll all be sharing the joy and singing the praises with all of heaven when we get there. It's especially special to me to know that music will be a part of heaven. There will be lots of happiness to go around to God's people. Before I play, I'd just like to say that you can for sure be there too. Like those of us who already know Him, you can have the peace and joy of a relationship with God. If you don't have that debt, turn to Him today and settle it right now. The Bible says all have sinned. You might say, now Glenn, I haven't really been that bad. Well, have you ever told a little lie? All of us know we have. That makes us a liar. Have you ever took something from someone that wasn't yours, even something really small? Well, that makes you a thief. Have you ever looked on another person with lust? God says that's adultery. So we all know now we are liars, thieves, and adulterers. When God judges us of our sin, we're guilty. We certainly can't enter heaven like that. We are, in fact, sinners deserving hell fire. Even so, God loved us so much that he sent his son, Jesus, to make himself a sacrifice to pay our sin debt. We must believe this with all our heart, turn to him and ask him forgiveness, trust him for our salvation. Believe with all you are, with his help. You can change your life. You can wake up and take the cross and follow him. Will you do that just now? You'll be glad you did. Now let's listen to Glenn play. He keeps me singing on the tenor sack.
beyond the starry skies I shall wing my flight to worlds unknown I shall reign with him on high I It's been a great to have you here with us today. We always enjoy it when you come in and sit with us for a bit. God has blessed us with a wonderful ministry. We love meeting new folks and visiting old friends. We started this ministry in about 1970. We went full-time 31 years ago. The old song that says, I wouldn't take nothing from my journey now describes us just really well. We've traveled all over the South playing and working in churches and spent a great life. We had some health issues that needed some attention, and for a time, it curtailed our travel some. Then when COVID hit, it put a complete stop to it. But now the Internet has opened up some whole new ministry opportunities. We're so thankful that. Anytime... You start up a new ministry, it's a challenge to get it going, especially true with the Internet. The people who provide our Internet service are in it to make money, and those clients who are already reaching larger numbers are the ones these providers prefer to share the most. So we need a lot of listeners so the servers will post our program to more people. You can help us with this by subscribing to our channels on the provider you are listening to us on. By subscribing, you help us get our numbers up, and for most of the providers, it will cost you nothing. You won't be put on a mailing list and spammed. It simply tells the providers of the service that you like us and enjoy the program. So, su subscribe. so subscribe to us and press the thumbs up button when you see it, and it will help us a lot. Thank you so much for that. You can find all our podcasts by searching for Preparing Our Hearts for Worship podcast. That way you can catch up on the podcast you missed. You can also hear all the music we've released on the web by searching for The Music of Glenn Dawson. Be sure to like that too. Remember, folks, we love you all and hope to see you back real soon. Preparing Our Hearts for Worship is podcast is a production of the Glenn Dawson Evangelistic Association right here in Lexington. Bye for now, and God bless you real good.